0: It's the first day of summer, and we are continuing our series looking at Don Sweeney's draft history and also asking what is up with the Boston Bruins general manager's long-awaited contract extension. Let's get into it on today's episode of Locked On Boston Bruins. Your Locked On Bruins, your daily podcast on the Boston Bruins. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, Boston Bruins fans, and welcome back to the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast. I am your host, Ian McLaren, and this is a daily show where we discuss all things spoke to be, as well as take a look around the NHL. I want to thank you so much for making Locked On Bruins part of your day. We are free and available wherever you get podcasts. That includes your favorite podcast app. Mine is Pocket Casts, but you might use Apple, Spotify. And it also includes YouTube, a video uh, stream of the podcast uploaded every day. And you can drop some comments on there, ask questions. Great to keep the conversation going. If you're on Twitter and Instagram, you can find the podcast at lockedNHLBruins. And you can find me, my dad jokes, hockey tweets at Ian C. McLaren. I'm a lifelong Bruins fan living in Southern Ontario. Rocking the Guelph Storm hat here today. And uh, I've been covering this team for various outlets for 17 years. Yesterday on the program, I began a look back at Don Sweeney's trade history, uh, focusing on the 2015 draft. A huge missed opportunity for Boston. They did pluck a couple, I don't want to say core players, but a couple key players in Jake DeBrusque, Brandon Curlow, perhaps Jacobs Borrel could develop out of that group. But the bigger story from that year was the talent left on the table. Let's jump now to 2016. The first round was a definite win for Don Sweeney and his staff. With the 16th overall pick, sorry, the 14th overall pick, the Boston Bruins selected Charlie McAvoy. He's developed as a elite defenseman for the Bruins beginning a new contract that carries a cap hit of $9.5 million. He's in the Norris Trophy conversation for the last couple years. And just a fantastic pick for the Bruins that year. And they were kind of lucky to be able to get him, seeing as there was a few defensemen who were picked before him Specifically, Oli Ualevi by the Vancouver Canucks, fifth overall. He's only appeared in 41 games, three points to his credit. Uh, Mikhail Sergachev, the next defenseman picked ninth overall uh, by the Montreal Canadiens, since traded to the Tampa Bay Lightning. He's an important part of their efforts. Uh, Jake Bean taken 13th overall by the Carolina Hurricanes. 111 games, 37 points, and then the next available, or the next defenseman picked was McAvoy. 178 points through 313 career games, and he is a force at both ends of the ice. Full disclosure, that year, I was a bit higher on Jacob Chikrin, uh, maybe an OHL bias being up here in Ontario, but uh, he went 16th overall to the Arrows of the Coyotes. Uh, he's developed into a pretty good defenseman as well. But McAvoy is arguably the f- best defenseman taken that year. Sergeyev not quite in that category. Of course, in the third round, the Calgary Flames selected Adam Fox who has already won a Norris Trophy, so you probably give him the edge over McAvoy at the moment. Samuel Girard, also a very good defenseman, selected by the Colorado Avalanche in the second round. But overall, you know, you have to put McAvoy in the conversation out of Fox getting the edge Uh, So far when it comes to defensemen selected in 2016 Now the bigger story for the Bruins this year being 2016 was The 29th overall pick that they had as well Uh, The Bruins had two first-round picks The 29th overall pick had been acquired the year before from San Jose in the Sean Corrales-Martin Jones trade. They selected Trent Frederick. Trent Frederick, of course, uh, 6'3", 210 pounds, a left-hand shooting center. He had put up... uh, Some pretty decent numbers for the U.S. National Under-18 team. Went and played two years at the University of Wisconsin before jumping to the Providence Bruins. What hurts about this pick is that there were two very good forwards selected early in the second round that would be much better fits. For the Bruins one being Jordan Cairo selected 35th overall by the Blues he's developed into a very high-end forward for St. Louis and Alex de was selected 39th overall he slipped because of him being undersized but right now he is the fourth leading scorer from that draft class behind Austin Matthews who went 1st overall, Matthew Kachuk who went 6th overall, and Patrick Laine who went 2nd overall. Uh, DeBrinket, a 2-time 40-goal scorer, and the Bruins can certainly use his talent over Trent Frederick at this time, uh, at any time really. That was... Yeah, a very unfortunate pick for the Bruins uh, in that first round, late first round spot. Now, later on that draft, they selected Ryan Lindgren, 49th overall. He was shipped to the Rangers as part of the Rick Nash trade in 2018. They also selected Yuna in the fifth round, followed by Cameron Clark, And then in the sixth round, a pretty promising player in Oscar Steen, who may very well make the jump full-time to the Bruins in 2022-2023. If they're able to move, say, at Craig Smith, I could see Oscar Steen jumping up there. Now Ryan Lindgren going 49th overall. He was part of that Rick Nash trade. There were some pretty good defensemen who were taken after him. I already mentioned Adam Fox. He went 66th overall. Uh, Philip Ronick for Detroit went 53rd overall. Uh, But looking back, I think Ryan Lindgren could have been a pretty good Bruin if he had not been shipped to the New York Rangers. But the big story from 2016 was grabbing... Charlie McAvoy, with the 14th overall pick, a franchise-type player, possible future captain for the Bruins, and someone who, alongside Hampus Lindholm, they can build around on the back end for years to come. So that first round, despite the Frederick pick, was a win for Don Sweeney. Would have liked to have seen them take a Kyrou or a Debrinket, in the second round, Lindgren all right. Once you get down into the third, fourth, fifth, sixth rounds, it's a real a crapshoot. But to get Steen in the sixth round was uh, was not bad for, for the Bruins. And I am hopeful that he'll be uh, a contributing member of the team here in this upcoming season. Let me know what you think about the 2016 draft. Jump in the YouTube comments. Hit me up on Twitter, at ENC McLaren. And uh, I, for one, am very thankful that we got Charlie McAvoy, that he was still on the table at the 14th pick, and uh, that the Bruins, in the end, didn't take the guy that I was wanting, which was Jacob Chikrin, although he is a very good defenseman in his own right. Before we get to what's up with Don Sweeney's contract extension, a quick word about Biltbar. You know how our friends at Built are always coming with amazing new flavors? Well, this time, Built has truly outdone themselves with their new Mud Pie flavor. And for the first time ever, they're introducing the new Mud Pie flavor in both a bar and puff form. Not sure what Mud Pie tastes like? Well, if you're a chocolate fan, you'd better sit down. The new Mud Pie bar is rich whipped cream and chocolate mousse, smothered in 100% real chocolate, and topped with cookies and cream crumble. Gotta try this as soon as possible. The kicker is it's actually good for you. All built products are low calories, high protein, low sugar. Mud pie is packed with 16 grams of protein, about 150 grams of calories, eight grams of sugar. It's like your mom baked the most deliciously creamy chocolate mud pie and wrapped it up just for you. You're going to love this bar. You're going to grab it quick before they disappear. Again, chocolate mousse, whipped cream, cookies and cream crumble. Stop drooling. Get to Built.com. Order your box. Use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your order. That's promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off at Built.com for your mud pie bars and any other Built product. I want to thank you so much again for making Locked On Boston Ruins part of your day. It really means a lot. Those who download, listen, engage on social media, Uh, I appreciate you so much. If you are new to the program, please do subscribe so that you never miss an episode. Now, as I talk about Don Sweeney's draft history, we're still awaiting confirmation on whether he will remain general manager of the Boston Bruins. Uh, Jimmy Murphy, Boston Hockey Now, posted an article yesterday quoting a team source saying there was no update as of late Monday afternoon as to whether Sweeney has signed a contract extension yet. An NHL executive source... Added, they don't know if he signed an extension. Uh, Don, Sweeney, Cam Neely keep things close to the vest. But given the fact he already fired a head coach, is interviewing candidates to replace Bruce Cassidy, and is talking shop with other general managers, it seems status quo. This source said it's just a formality they need to do. But they've seen stranger things, meaning until a contract is signed and announced, things are still somewhat up in the air. On May 18th, Don Sweeney said he's under contract for right now. They've had discussions earlier in the year in terms of an indication where his path will be, and that will be determined in short order. Uh, The next day, Cam Neely said he talked with Charlie Jacobs, Jeremy Jacobs, after the trade deadline about extending Don Sweeney. That's his plan. Going to sit down with Don in the next day or two and hopefully hammer something out. That was a month ago at this point. When asked on May 19th why that hadn't already happened, Neely said, to be honest, I really wanted to see how the year went. We had a lot of changes last offseason. Really wanted to see how that played out. You get January, February, March. Really good months for the Bruins. The team really came together. He thought they had a lot of depth. And he was happy with what they did at the trade deadline. Now since all that, Bruce Cassidy was of course let go. He was subsequently hired by the Vegas Golden Knights, the Bruins therefore without a head coach and they are still waiting to sign Don Sweeney to an extension, we we think. Anyways, again, like that NHL executive said, stranger things have happened. And until we get an official announcement, perhaps they're just waiting because they know public sentiment isn't really in the favor of the front office. If they post that on Facebook, Twitter, that Sweeney's been extended, they're just going to get a barrage of uh, negative comments from the fans. And rightfully so. People are still upset about Cassidy being let go and juxtapose that with Sweeney not only keeping his job but being extended, then you can see how that is problematic to some fans. As of right now, it appears as though an extension is in place, that Sweeney is going about the business of general managing, interviewing coaching candidates, Preparing for the 2022 NHL entry draft without a first-round pick, I should add. And looking to restock the cupboard, maybe make some trades leading up to the deadline and and uh, the like. But again, until we get official confirmation from the Bruins, then uh, there's still that little bit of questioning in the back of our minds as to whether or not he will be helming the ship through the off season and moving forward going to talk about a player who could be made available and the bruins should very much look at here in a moment but first i want to remind you that the locked on nhl podcast has you covered through the stanley cup final and beyond like nobody else you can hear the latest news and opinions from local experts every Monday through Friday, free and available wherever you get podcasts. I also recommend, of course, the Locked On Celtics podcast, Locked On Patriots podcast, and the Locked On Red Sox podcast for all you Boston sports fans out there as well. Last night on Hockey Night in Canada, during the second intermission, I believe, uh, Elliott Friedman reported the Carolina Hurricanes have given Ethan Baer permission to speak to other clubs. He's a restricted free agent defenseman. Uh, they still wish to sign him, but they're not close to an agreement. Friedman also noted nothing can take place before July 13th with the Hurricanes' permission. Now, Bear struggled a bit this season with the Hurricanes, seemed to fall in a favor with head coach Rod Brindamore. Healthy scratch during the playoffs. He's completing a two-year, $4 million contract and has arbitration rights. He was acquired by the Hurricanes last offseason from the Edmonton Oilers uh, in exchange for Warren Fogle, I want to say. 58 games for the Hurricanes of the season, 5 goals, 9 assists for 14 points. Now I believe legally a player with the last name Bear is obligated to play for the Bruins at some point in his career. But all kidding aside, I think he would be a good option for the Bruins as a third pair right hand shot even at least to spot Connor Clifton from time to time I don't believe Clifton is a full-time night in night out NHL regular Uh, he's very good has some strengths but also has some gaps you need to bring in some depth in order to uh, spot him and I think Ethan Bear could fit that bill if He is indeed made available and could probably be had for, uh, you know, not an exorbitant return. So that's a guy I think uh, the Bruins should definitely take a look at. Uh, A strong, smart defenseman who has the ability... To, uh, yeah, play a pretty significant role as a depth defenseman. In those 58 games for the Carolina Hurricanes, uh, even strength, possession stats of 56.5%. He was on the ice for 884 shot attempts, 4, and 680 against. So pretty strong numbers there. Not really a, a power play guy per se but uh, a solid, smart defenseman who the Bruins should definitely take a look at if he is indeed made available. All right, I think that's it for today's episode, friends. I hope you are having a great week so far. Uh, Quick show recommendation. Last night I finished off the first season of Severance. I was late to this show. Uh, It's Ben Stiller directed, stars uh, Adam Scott, John Turturro, Christopher Walken, uh, Patricia Arquette, among others. Uh, If you're a fan of shows like uh, Lost, maybe Westworld, uh, kind of these mystery box shows, as uh, the good folks at The Ringer call them, uh, a lot to unpack, digest. Very uh, entertaining, intriguing. I'm very much looking forward to uh, the second season. And the season finale was was incredible. So I do uh, highly recommend you check that out. Coming up on the podcast, as we move through the week, we'll continue our look back at Don Sweeney's draft history, keep you up to date on all the latest on the black and gold, and uh, hopefully get a friend on here as well for friend fridays through the summers happy tuesday everybody uh take care of yourselves take care of each other we'll talk to you again here on tomorrow's episode of locked on boston bruins part of the locked on podcast network your favorite team every single day